welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 hi. Let me get this stupid list of crap I want to talk about <laughs> here already. I am, of course, your host, Marcus Nez. How are y'all doing? I am okay. Huh? Uh, I, I really feel like... Uh... Man, man, I've got nothing. Holy crap. This week is just... It's gone by, and I don't want to talk about anything. I don't even want to record the show. I'm at the point, you know, no Patreon questions. I think to myself, maybe it's time I retire that privilege, that perk. Also, if I do that, that's the one thing that's been keeping me from just saying bye, Felicia, to the Discord and leaving it all together, disbanding it. And if I do that, then I could get rid of the Patreon. Oh my God. Do I just, do I burn it all to the ground now? Do I burn it all to the ground? It's, it's, it's a rough week. It's a rough week all around. But it, it, even more so for my friend Living Large. Hope everything is going well. Anywho, nothing to report watching wise. I've got two seasons. I'm working on season 14 of. Supernatural for Plex and the hand breaking. So we're almost done there, baby. We're almost done there. But in terms of what I've been watching or anything of that ilk, just uh, wrapping up Voyager. I am through 19 episodes of the final season. So I've got probably, I, I, I'll definitely finish by this weekend, but maybe by tomorrow depending on if I choose to watch anything else as well. But after that, do I jump right into Enterprise? Do I take a break and watch some other stuff? Who's to say? Who's to know? Probably take a few days off, and then I'll jump right back into Enterprise because that's how it's always happened. I said I was going to take a break after the next generation before jumping into Deep Space Nine. That didn't last long. Said the same about Voyager. That didn't last long, and here we are. I've got a, a few games to talk about. Let's just get right to it. Starting with Dead Cells Return to Castlevania. So, I played Dead Cells when it originally came out and enjoyed it, but I never finished it. I made it around, I'd say, 75% through the game, the core game. And then things came up and I just didn't get back to it. This is my first time playing Dead Cells in any way, shape, or form in years. Since that time, I haven't messed with any of the DLC that's come out over the years. So it's been a while. And a lot of people are excited for this DLC, this Castlevania DLC. I, too, was pretty excited ish and it's not bad the thing that people need to make sure they're aware of going in this is the most important thing to note and may immediately sway you one way or, the, or another in terms of how excited you are uh, what kind of expectations you have going into it and if there is 
a reason to play it right away or if you can wait, etc. This is very much so. Return to Castlevania, the DLC for Dead Cells, is very much so exactly that. It is DLC for Dead Cells. This is not a new Castlevania game. It is Dead Cells first, Castlevania second. It is Dead Cells with a Castlevania flavor on top. You have your base meal of Dead Cells. You have your main course of Dead Cells. And then sprinkled on top, the, the condiments and all that, that's what Castlevania is. You got some great music in it. They, they have uh, some nice renditions of Castlevania songs. Some of my favorite music in all of gaming, which is nice. And you've got your enemies that you'll recognize, more so based on their attacks. Some of them visually, uh, it's, it's Dead Cells, but some of the ways in which they adapt certain Castlevania characters I'm not overly fond of, but it does look good. I, I, because when I jumped into the game, there's a lot there that has been added since the last time I played it. So there are now a bunch of different outfits you can change into that I have not unlocked. I only have a few palette swaps and then I had, I guess this was some free DLC or something. I had a Santa outfit and a snowman outfit. So I did play through the game as Santa Claus, Santa Cell. But the, the first thing that was apparent when I booted up the DLC, the game and the DLC, is that it is a part of the main game. There is no game mode selection. There's no Return to Castlevania selection in the main menu. It's not a separate own thing. And it doesn't... The game does not do a great job, especially if you're someone who hasn't come to the game uh, in a while, but you have an old save... If I, whenever I get around to playing this for a tight the backlog, I am just going to reset and start over from the beginning. I don't mind losing all that progress. It, it's fine because it's, it's a good game. But they don't really tell you where to go or how to go about starting the DLC, which is something I always find a little bit frustrating in games of the. Not games of this nature, but in, in DLC when it's handled that way, where you have to just... I guess it's more so of a problem if you haven't been sticking around with the game, because if you have been, maybe it'd be clear that, oh, here, this is a new area. This is this will probably lead me to the DLC. I just happened to pick the right path and get to the DLC. But I did one run through and defeated death first try was immediately reminded the the thing i'll say about dead cells is that it feels really good it just it just feels really good and as someone who hasn't played it in years coming back to it it immediately felt good and, and like i was at home uh, there was it, was it was as if i had him in a way at all and and that's not surprising given how much love there is for the game and how good i even think it is because when i 
stepped back and thought about Dead Cells and Castlevania, Dead Cells being the rogue light, and Castlevania being your more bespoke, handcrafted type of game, your handcrafted experience, I realized I am, as much as I like rogue games and thought I loved rogue games, I more so like very similar, very, very close in, in genre and style, the Souls type of game or the Castlevania Metroid type of game. I am way more a fan of those handcrafted experiences because you get, it, it, it may not be as replayable, but you get a much more satisfying experience. And in those games, you get to appreciate the level design and the design of the game as a whole. So uh, the entirety of the game is designed, whereas in something like Dead Cells or Rogue Games in general, uh, not, not to paint with a broad brush, but those games are way more because of the the heavy reliance on RNG often in terms of level design and item drops and stuff of that nature, progression, etc. Those games are all about gameplay and mechanics. So if they don't feel good, you're going to have a problem. And thankfully, Dead Cells feels really good. But... The level design leaves a lot to be desired. It's it's not satisfying exploring the castle. I don't I don't get as much out of the the level design in Dead Cells as I do in any Castlevania game, and that is one of the the immediate things I realized when I was playing through the Castlevania DLC in Dead Cells. This is just, again, this is just Dead Cells with Castlevania flavoring. And that's not bad, but I am way more interested. I'm way more a fan of the Castlevania side than the Dead Cells side. So for me, it's a disappointment. And I don't think they ever sold the game as being a Castlevania game. It's being a new Castlevania game. I think it was always sold as this is Dead Cells, but teaming up with uh, Castlevania, you're going to get some great music, you're going to get some of those enemies you remember, and all of it wrapped up in the Dead Cells game you know and love. But I, I want the opposite. I have to realize, though that this is something gamers of a certain age will care more about for us fans of Castlevania. However, there are a lot of young players, there, there are a lot of people who have little to no experience with Castlevania, but they love Dead Cells. And for them, this will probably be great. But I couldn't help but be disappointed ultimately by the... I don't want to say poor level design. I mean, it is poor level design, but it's it's poor level design by design, by the structure of the game, by the randomly generated aspect of it. 
you just don't get those satisfying aspects you get from a handcrafted castle where you are going through it areas are closed off at first and then you gain a new ability gain an item that opens up a new area and you can continue to explore you you unlock shortcuts that make you realize how small the castle or it's that magic that you get in stuff like metroidvanias and souls likes where in, in the first dark souls for instance you unlock an elevator that will bring you back to that opening area and you realize like the, everything is connected and that kind of thought that goes into the design of a game is so lacking in rogue games and it's it sucks man it 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 does suck to a point rogue games like dead cells rogue legacy etc they're great podcast games they're great games to turn your brain off to but i want more than that i don't always want to turn my brain off and when you're listening to castlevania when you are bringing those castlevania vibes to me that's what i want so for me i think the the return to castlevania dlc and this is based off of a few hours of play if that it's really well done i've unlocked a few costumes too which is nice you get to run into characters you know and love. The music is great. And it, it feels really good. It's just... It's a Dead Cells game. And the cat... Here's the, the best example of how this is a Dead Cells game first and a Castlevania game second. All the candles and torches and lights in the game, in the castle, they're indestructible. You can't destroy them. That is one, as stupid as that sounds, and maybe this is just me, I'm I'm never going to call myself the hardest of a hardcore Castlevania fans, so maybe those people don't actually care about this. One of the base core elements, you've got to make sure this is in your Castlevania game if you're making the Castlevania game, you got to be able to destroy the candles, the torches, the lights. And if you don't want to have them drop little hearts, okay, fine. But they should drop little hearts as well. And you can't do that. They Nothing happens. They're just part of the background that you can't interact with in any way. And that was one of the first things I tried when I realized... I've said realize so many freaking times. But when they didn't break and they kept not breaking because I would get to some torches first or whatever and they didn't break. Then I found some candles. Okay, maybe these will break. Oh, they won't break. Oh, here's some lights. Here's a, here's a little lamp. A little, uh, what are those lamps called? With the glass and whatever. Uh, a lantern. <laughs> Lantern? That sounds right. But uh, uh, when I got to one of those, didn't break. I'm like, what is th- what is this? 
And that is Return to Castlevania. You can't break the lights or lamps. The end. It's a Dead Cells game. Not bad. I'll, I'll play more. You can also only play... You can only go through the, the, the Castlevania castle once per run. So after you go through it and get sent back to the the base camp or whatever then you have to either die or just wait until you finish that run proper before you can go through the castle again yeah it's it's dead cells that's 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 really all you need to know do you like dead cells do you like dead cells then you'll have a good time here do you love castlevania and kind of like Dead Cells, if this is the most important thing. If you are a big Castlevania fan, but you did not like Dead Cells, and I know that's probably a very small number of people who did not like Dead Cells. But if you saw this partnership and you got excited because of the Castlevania aspect, but the Dead Cells thing didn't do much for you, you might want to hold off because it is Dead Cells. It's Dead Cells, Dead Cells, Dead Cells. And not Castlevania. Then I also played, to, to stay in the Castlevania-esque space, Romancelvania, which is a dating sim crossed with a Metroidvania. Uh, in it, you play Dracula, who's getting over a bad breakup, and so Grimm has decided to throw you into a dating game, a reality show type of game where you have 12 potential suitors. You can play as a lady or guy, Dracula. So you can, you can, you can pick the sex you want to play as. And you go around exploring the castle. There's no overworld map that you can see uh, that you can see but it is a handcrafted castle to my knowledge uh, fast travel and all that jazz and I it's a bit of a bummer because I really 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 like the game conceptually I like the idea of taking a dating sim and throwing it into genres you don't often see dating sims in uh where they're usually more in, uh, more often in RPGs or visual novels. Throwing it into a Metroidvania, that sounds like a really cool idea. However, Romancelvania, as much as I want to like it, it is just really really rough around the edges it needs a bit of polishing on all fronts the visuals don't look that bad but there are points where they could be improved there are moments where your character does not cast a shadow and everyone knows that's a huge pet peeve of mine I don't like that because it just it, it makes you not feel like you're in the place some of the animations are just 
not as fluid as I would like. There's a herky-jerky nature to it. There were a few instances I'm playing on Xbox where the performance dipped and the frame rate dropped and that didn't make any sense to me. Those those were very few and far between. Voice acting's alright. But then the 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 gameplay itself, attacking enemies, was very unsatisfying. And that, that was that was the real point at which the game lost me. Platform around felt alright, but attacking enemies never felt good. And after an hour of play, I just wasn't having fun playing the game. I enjoyed what interactions I had with some of the suitors I've met, but I didn't want to keep playing it. I I wouldn't have mind continuing exploring the dating sim side of things, but the Metroidvania side of things was not up to snuff. I don't I don't know if some updates can fix the problems or if it it, it seems like it might be a little bit too too much to really do and that uh a second game would more so be where the potential of this could be fully realized but based on what time I put in the game so far it's uh, a bit disappointing and rough around the edges and a little bit too rough around the edges but that's a uh, Romancevania then I checked out Caverns of Mars Recharge which is the latest game in the Recharge series from Atari where they take their classic Atari 20 uh, are they all 2600 games and, and arcade games and recharge them for the modern day this is another instance where I had never played the original game never even heard of it and this is Caverns of Mars recharge and, and Caverns of Mars one of my favorite recharge games to date I really like the setup. It is a little bit lacking, though. So it's structured like all the other recharge games where you have your arcade mode and your mission mode where you have more specific tasks to do. Uh, Except in the case of Caverns of Mars, the missions... I, I, I played a handful of them. I did not get any sense that they were all that unique or that they were providing me with very specific they all felt the exact same if you did not show me the list of missions and have me selecting them I would not be able to tell you what mission was what they all just felt the same which was disappointing because it it kind of made that part of the game a little pointless it, it even just it just felt like playing the arcade game but not I, I didn't I didn't I don't know what the hell what I was getting from that but the way the game works is that it's like a vertical scrolling shmup except you are 
I guess you're flying down the cavern, uh, and this is all taking place in the caves of Mars. But I think of it more as you are, you were falling, you were falling down through the caves, the caverns of Mars, and you're trying to survive. And I, I guess the 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 main goal of the game is to reach the core. But the way it works is that you are just moving from left to right, trying to avoid obstacles while while collecting power-ups and weapons and energy so that you'll have uh, so that you'll be able to fire your weapon, which is what you need the energy for. And the thing that makes it feel really, really good is that you're falling at a speed that I think it, it seems like it probably increases slightly as you're moving forward more and more. But when you fire your your weapon, whatever it may be, you have a basic just sort of like machine gun to start off with, but you can get a rapid fire gun, a spread shot, a laser, etc. And they all have their advantages and disadvantages i'm not overly fond of the laser but the laser can take out a lot of geometry with a single blast but when you fire the the gun the it's not momentum that's not the word i'm looking for but firing will push back will will sort of stall your ship allowing you to make find movements and prevent yourself from running into various parts in addition to destroying parts of the environment so that you can clear a path it also will push back you and and hold you back so that you can make fine movements if you need to move across the screen and that that sense feels really really good the words escape me as as to how i actually want to describe it but I really liked my time with it. It's just really, really bare bones. And it's, it's, I wish the mission, the missions were more clearly defined and unique from one another. Because the legs just aren't there really. Of course, there are leaderboards. But outside of that, this is a game that I'll play through a, a few more times. Because even I think the last Recharge game introduced a leveling system, which was weird. Or I'm thinking of something different. But unless you really get invested in going after high scores or whatever... It's 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 gonna lose uh, its luster pretty quickly, but I do really like that. I do like the core gameplay. It feels it feels really really good. It's one of the best feeling recharge games. But I like it. I like it quite a bit. I just don't know how long it's gonna have its hooks in me. But I I'd say it's worth checking out. 
Yes. And with all the recharge games, it's one of the ones where I'd say you don't need any kind of nostalgia or knowledge of the original game. It's a, it's something that holds up. I I really like to to check out the original, see how it how similar it is, because I'm really impressed with this this version. And I checked out very, very shortly Sim Airport. It, the tutorial was just a bunch of boxes telling you how, what you can do, not really guiding you along the way or teaching you as you play. Ate that and it just looked really, really bad. It was, it was not. It was. I want to like these. I want to like these games, man. They don't. They just feel like it feels very much like a PC game that's thrown onto a console without any attempt to translate it for, for a console. And, and I'm like, well, if you're, if you're not gonna put any effort into making this work well with a gamepad and on a console, then why should I put in the time and effort? And the last game I played is Scions of Vega. Pronunciation, eh, I don't know. Uh, C-I-O-N-S of Vega. This is a weird-ass game. It's a, it's a first-person narrative-based game where you play a father searching for his missing daughter. It's visually not great outside of the environment, which is really just thanks to whatever engine this is built in. Having We're at a time where your built-in assets can make specifically stuff like environments look not that bad, especially force. But ignoring that, Throwing that aside, the writing is awful. The voice acting is terrible. The gameplay is not great. It's super fucking weird. I've come across a handful of kids who I talked to, and they're all. This is some weird world of abused children. That I like. This is. There's a really dark undertone to it all that I don't don't understand the first kid I, I ran into I talked to him and he said a paragraph to me the, the kids voice uh, the kids text was not voiced but he basically said I I don't know what's going on this man came up to me I thought it was my father and then he punched me but I guess he wasn't my father and now I don't I don't know where my parents are. Do you know where my parents are? Where are their adults? I'm sad. That's like okay. What? What is this? And then he came across another kid. It was like, yeah, no mom, no dad, all alone. I am sad. And I'm just like, what the fuck? What is this game? This is really weird. And then another kid is just like, where did all the parents go? 
Are you one of my parents? What what's what is a parent? I don't what's happening here? And you have your brother with you along uh, trying to help you find your daughter. He talks about both of you in sort of a third person type of way. There's this weird disconnect and he's constantly spouting this motivational-esque fucking I think I'm more thoughtful than I am bullshit. I wish you would just shut up and there's a religious thing going on and there's a cult thing and there are points where it's just like talking in circles and it's fucking weird and I don't like it. The puzzles aren't hard. <laughs> it's just it's a weird game. Weird, weird, weird game. Where you just go from area to area, you explore some kind of building. Typically, there might be a puzzle that is very, very simple and basic that may involve looking at the environment to find the the solution to unlocking a safe or, or whatever. And then you read a note that I think was written by your daughter. There's more shit in these notes that's like, well, looking, I mean, we, we, we went to this person and then they slapped me and I was like, oh, well, fuck me, I guess. And then I went about my way and I was like, I guess I should have been slapped. And I'm like, what are you on about? And there's always a key next to the, the, the note which unlocks the gate to the next area and you just keep doing this over and over and over again. And I'm sure if I kept playing, I'd run into more kids who were like, well, where, where's my dad? I met a man who slapped me and I thought he was my dad, but I guess he was just a different man who likes to slap me because my dad likes to slap me too. And it's okay. You know, cause my, it's okay that, that my dad slaps me. That's what dads are for, right? Slapping you. What? And that signs of a. <laughs> Anywho, again, no Patreon questions. So, gonna wrap things up. Call it a day. So, uh, yeah. That'll do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage show once again i am marcus as y'all can find me uh everywhere pretty much everywhere at px sausage if you'd like to find all my links of import links to the site the youtube the patreon which i'll get to and all that good jazz my art etc you can do that over at pxsausage.com and uh speaking of the patreon i mentioned moments ago if you do enjoy this here show or any of the stuff I do and what have you, you can go over to patreon.com slash PXS to support me and my nonsense that away. But that'll do it for this episode. More than likely, the Attack the Backlog episode for this weekend will be the Punisher one because that is the only one that is finished and I haven't even played anything else for it. Like, maybe I can knock out... I don't want to put out that one right away i want to i want to put some space between it so maybe i can play and bust out and maybe i could do the wave race one real real fast we'll see but more than likely the next attack the backlog episode will be the, the punisher one so get excited for that or get surprised by wave race we'll see how everything goes how everything shapes out but uh yeah that's pretty much it 
for what you can expect there. So again, uh, that'll that'll do it. This here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. So as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have both a wonderful rest of your day and a lovely weekend. Ah, a lovely rest of your day and a lovely weekend. A wonderful rest of your day and a lovely weekend. And I hope everything is uh, on the the up and up. Is, is up and up mean on the positive? I, I hope I hope everything is is all right. Uh, living large, specifically. All my all, all my hopes and wishes and and hugs and kisses and all that jazz are your way and your way only, right now. So. Yeah. All right, everyone. Send send your send your your positive vibes. Live in large's way. Live in large in his family's way. Even if you don't know who he is, if you're not someone who's active in the Discord, do that. All right. Bye bye, everyone. Go time, go daddy.